Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. My son was in the Army back during Desert Storm. But even then, he wanted an MBA. He looked at a dozen schools, but only one offered the online education and flexibility he needed while he was in a tent in Iraq. Grantham University. Turns out that Grantham's been delivering affordable, relevant college and advanced degrees for over 65 years. Heck, if they can deliver a quality education to a soldier in a tent overseas, think about the flexibility Grantham can offer you so you can earn your degree too. It doesn't matter how complicated or full your life is. If getting a degree is on your bucket list, you'll want to do what my son did. You'll want to call Grantham. Find out how easy it is to get started on your education so you can check that college degree off your bucket list. Call Grantham right now. 800-910-1370. That's 800-910-1370. Flexible. Affordable. Relevant. Call 800-910-1370. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 1-800-516-7602 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 1-800-516-7602 to take your call right now. Call 1-800-516-7602. That's 1-800-516-7602. Again, 1-800-516-7602. Attention business owners and independent contractors. This is a money-saving message from Tax Mediation Services. If your business owes $20,000 or more in taxes, we can help you today, right now. Listen, dealing with the IRS is no picnic. It's an intimidating and extremely stressful process, and you don't want to go it alone. Our attorneys know every law, every tax break, and every possible opportunity to help you resolve and reduce your tax debt. And if you owe more than $20,000, you may be at the top of their hit list. So don't take your tax debt lightly because it will not go away on its own. The IRS can seize your bank accounts, your home, and even shut down your business. Call our tax experts today at 1-800-783-0810 and let us deal with the IRS while you focus on your business. That's 1-800-783-0810. Again, that's 800-783-0810. She's a good girl, loves her mama, loves Jesus in America too. She's a good girl, is crazy about Elvis, loves horses 
and her boyfriend too. And it's a long day living in Reseda. There's a freeway running through the yard, and I'm a bad boy 'cause I don't even miss her. I'm a bad boy for breaking her heart. That there are vampires in California. Never forget it. I've, actually, everyone in California is a vampire, unless you know for sure that they're not. And that might actually be what finally explains California. Welcome to Cyber Chill. I am your host, probably not Wonton. And I have with me Ordy Packard. The illustrious and stoner brewing. I mean, just don't. I mean, that guy that no. when I call him stoner, he thinks I'm talking about. I'm insulting him. Hey, Jeff, is okay. your audio okay? I think so. Hey, he actually sounds great right now. <laughs> yeah, I am the you know the 18th best male KLRN voice. You are. <laughs> no, See, man. to your point. Lou, I don't know if you saw that amazing documentary, The Lost Boys. Um, but unless you are a Corey, you're a vampire in California. Those are the rules. Yes. At least on the coast. Corys and people that you know personally for a fact from firsthand knowledge that they're not. See, I have these scrolls from the great vampire hunter, Abraham Lincoln, that tells me the lineage of vampires. Is that from Goonies? Because I feel like that's from Goonies. No, that is actually a movie, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Yeah, okay. Alright. That's still cool. It's like from you know. Goonies. I don't yeah. believe you. It's from Goonies. Besides, Goonies took place in Oregon, I think. It was either yeah. Oregon or Northern California. It's one like, of the two. Okay, so I like to have Nobody this, understands Oregon either. I like to have this argument with people and it's like, okay, so now when I do it on Twitter, people are going to know that it's just a gag. But I'm gonna give right. it. I'm gonna give it away, and people have probably seen it before. So there was a time when I really thought that it was true, or some form of it was true, because I don't even remember what I actually thought anymore. Because I've I've said so many different things. But when somebody says something about deliverance being filmed, and because I think it was filmed on the, or I thought it was filmed on the Chattahoochee, but whatever that where whatever they say it, it wherever they say it is. I tell them that they're wrong and that it's somewhere else. Like, if someone says it's Arkansas, I'll say, no, it was filmed in Arkansas, but it's about Alabama. Or if they say it's about Georgia, I'll say, no, it was filmed in Georgia, but it's about Arkansas. (laughs) Okay. So, you just reminded me of that. 
And I think right. I, and I think you're punking me because I do that. No, I'm. There was really a movie called Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Yeah, I think that. Not bad. All things considered. Yeah, I mean, as you know, it, it was better than Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies. Yes. So. Welcome to Cyber Culture Shift. <laughs> and Al seen it. He thought it was a great weird movie. And yes, it was definitely a weird movie. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So how are we doing? I'm a little gassy. Tired. <laughs> but, but we're here. We're here. Gassy, tired, and here. How you doing? How's Lou? What's you know, going on? Most with people Lou? answer that question. Good, great, meh, fair to Midland. What? But Ordy, no. Ordy is his answer. Is I'm a little gassy. <laughs> I am not actually gassy, which is yeah, surprising. I got the yeah. Okay, so I'd like to catch you all up on the taste bud saga. Yes. My taste buds have changed because it's okay. I just hit a year. Quit smoking. Jeff says that's normal. No, I can no, uh, definitely normal because I'm on my 18th month of quitting smoking. Okay, and your ta- taste buds changed along the way. Absolutely. So mine had just like over the course of a few weeks, I think, started noticing things about certain spices that they hadn't noticed before. Not always pleasantly. So it's been kind of a, oh, I don't like that anymore. Kind of two or three weeks. It's been really weird. So I've been kind of struggling with how do I figure out what I like and what I don't like. I can't like buy a bunch of stuff at the grocery store. I figured I'd just try things. That Not really a good to do sampling at the grocery store. <laughs> No, that's what you use Costco for. Because they got I mean, the samples I, on every aisle. Yeah, I guess I could have. But today, I'll, today it occurred to me. So this is the update part. Today it occurred to me maybe I should go back and eat things that I haven't eaten for a while. And because I don't have a recent memory of their taste, it'll be like tasting them again maybe for the first time. I had a chili dog. So far, so good. The chili dog, and it was actually a, a chili slaw dog, or a slaw chili dog, or a chili dog with slaw, or a combo dog. Or chili dog pizza. Combo dog is what we called him back home at Montrose. So, it was really great. I won't say it's the best chili dog I've ever had, but it was damn close. And I don't know if it was just because it was grindhouse, or because, you know. It- Interesting sidebar, being in California where we use a metric fuck ton of cilantro on everything, um, I was I used to love cilantro. Now, since I quit smoking, I'm one of those people that thinks cilantro tastes like soap. Huh. And a lot of people, after they quit smoking, it's either natural with them that they think cilantro tastes like soap, or a lot of people who quit when they quit smoking, cilantro suddenly tastes like soap. Okay, well maybe I will not try that not have any mexican or cilantro for a while until i don't have a recent ta- well until i don't have a recent taste for it right until right. i don't recognize it or i'm not looking for recognition maybe i don't know it worked sure. with the hot dog and it worked with something else meat pizza so which i wasn't trying the first set- 
<clears throat> one of the first times I quit smoking and it didn't take, but that's when I went from hating to loving avocados. Really? That's really interesting. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, uh, GR makes a point, and as part of it is that when, um, after you quit smoking, your sense of smell returns. And since taste is predominantly based off of smell, that's one of the reasons. Yeah, um, I think that I'm prop that my my taste buds are, you know, probably if nothing else, coming out of their shell and just you know happy to be alive at this point. The air is cleaner. Come <laughs> to where freshness freshness yeah. lives. Yeah, that was kind of my thought. Or just not covered in tar or whatever. So yeah, they're they're happy or and. It, and everything is different. Nothing is the same. So anyway, that's neither security nor cyber. Um, nor any... Okay, so let's start off talking about the terrorists that they caught in Kansas. Because this is just too fascinating for me to wait. we got to shut down liberal white women until we figure out what's going on. you got to shut out, shut down what? Liberal white women until we figure out what's going on. Oh, I know, right. That's fine with me because I'm not one. Um, yeah, okay, so Chica was caught in Syria. Her name is Allison. Let's see. Let's Allison see. Fluke. Fluke. Erickson. Yeah, Erickson. Or yeah, because yeah, yeah, because of course she has a hyphenated name. Yeah, it's Erkin because I was like Erkin to Gherkin. I can read. <laughs> I can remember that. Okay. Reading close finish here. I'm yeah. a little insulted. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, yeah, I'm sorry. Finland isn't real. I'm not really, but I'm sorry. Anyway, so they caught they caught Chica in Syria, and she's there commanding a female. ISIS brigade. I think they called it a brigade, right? So, like, I don't have it in front of me um, because this is Ramble Night. Sorry, probably should have told you. Yeah, that. no, she uh, she is leading a brigade. She's le- yeah, she's leading a brigade. She did the training. She did the planning. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, it was more than a hundred women. So, yes. I think brigade may actually undersell it a little, right? Okay, more than a company. Nope. For sure. So, anyway. Um, <coughs> the, um, so, yeah, so they caught her with the brigade. Her name is, again, her name is Allison. She's from Kansas. Um, she's a mom. She trained her kids to use an AK-47 and took them Which I don't her. have a problem with. Don't have a problem with that, but she took them with her to Syria to fight for ISIS, and that part's kind of bad. But yeah, so soccer mom to ISIS bride, or I mean, she wasn't even a bride. She's a no. She married. She married a uh, Bangladeshi um, ISIS. uh, So she was indeed an ISIS bride. Okay. So, um, yeah, this is a fascinating story. I mean, we all know it can happen, right? Um, but fascinating story. <laughs> yeah, I love the tourist uh, pictures, you know, when they're going through, you know, Turkey and Egypt on their way to scenic and lovely Syria. Right. 
And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they were going to dress in infidel clothing and infiltrate and bomb places in the U.S. and... Yeah. Yeah, and I've you know you I've I've seen the that situation work both ways, right? Where the ISIS loyal bride would lure an unsuspecting Westerner or suspecting Westerner, whatever they were, right? But to um, the Middle East or um, Eurasia to fight. Further on, and the target was U.S. college. She wanted to kill as many college kids as possible. Well, I can relate. Yeah, so the University of Fallujah was was bombed. I think just prior to that, I forget um, the date exactly, but they were, and it may have actually been like a year or two prior to that. But they're um, they were really for a very long time, still to this day, I'm sure. Looking for and targeting universities um, for revenge for that bombing, and have been for a really long time. And that's probably what she was doing. And that, but that was the planning. When I said she did the planning, she she was training, planning, and recruiting people to come to the U.S. Best quote in the whole article was. It's so. Don't worry about the logistics. I know how to get across the southern U.S. border from Mexico. <coughs> from it's, Mexico. it's so funny you, were, you, you, you just said that because I was going to ask to read the three lines from the story, and that was the first line. Right. <laughs> yeah, Other last week. That, or another witness claimed that she mapped out how she might attack a U.S. shopping mall by stowing a car bomb in a basement parking garage and detonating it with a cell phone. And then, quote, from the court affidavit, uh, she considered any attack that did, that did not kill a large number of individuals to be a waste of resources. I can fix her. <laughs> sure you can. She's not that no. cute, first of all. No, she's, she's not, yeah. Um, that's, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, not to... I, no, I'm not being critical or demeaning, but she, I, like, it... Don't she's go not there, attractive. Marie. Yeah. Right. She is quite a homely woman. Uh, It wouldn't matter what she looked like. I would tell you not to go there. And I would tell you she wasn't wasn't cute. It wouldn't matter how beautiful she was. I would tell you that she wasn't cute. You know why? (laughs) She wants to bomb people. It's probably going to be a rocky relationship. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Especially since she's already killed two of her three husbands. It might be a little explosive. I'm just saying. (laughs) Yeah, her husbands be. keep dying, and yeah, right, right, yeah. But so just, just burying her way up the ISIS food chain. The or last she was. reported, right, and this is just reported. So it's just every now and then in the reports of who we're catching come across the border, a Middle Eastern or suspected terrorist will rise to the top, and they'll report it, and it'll be in the news for you know a blip and a half, maybe. The last ones were Syrian. So these two stories together certainly make you concerned about the southern border in general. Also, the, our state of readiness right now and preparedness, right? So um, I bitch a lot about uh, surveillance of U.S. citizens. We all do, 
especially on this show. Um, this, putting resources into surveilling citizens when this kind of shit is going on, um, if it isn't, if it doesn't lead to this, if it doesn't have to do with something legitimate, we need to start really raising hell about it because this is what they miss. These kind of people are what they miss. I think she, wasn't she recruited in 2007? Uh, I think she went to Syria in 2012. She's been around doing this for at least a decade. Yeah, 2007 or 2008, one of, one of those two. Yeah. So, she was certainly, it'll be interesting to find out what um, ripple she started, right? So, where did she contribute to something that happened much later in Paris or Brussels or somewhere? And the part that irritates me is I would love the manpower that was used in this and say the manpower used against the likes of someone like the previous show that you co-hosted with, Rorty, how many uh, agents and, and resources were sent to people fighting for their right for their kid to go to school without a mask on? Hundreds. So how long, you know, not saying that the, the people who, who were tracking this individual did a bad job, but could they have gotten there quicker? Could they, you know, could things have gone a little, you know, smoother, better? If more resources had been spent towards something like this than the, some of the other bullshit that goes on. Well, they were too busy, you know, researching a garage door pull and a NASCAR garage, so. You're going to, so I what mean, is, right. Non-khaki pants. <laughs> right. There, well, but that's, that matters because their, their security posture and attitude right now is going to be realized down the road. The 9-11 attacks were a product of things that started during early in the Clinton administration, right? Early in his first term. So, we would feel this later. I mean, it's not unfixable. It's certainly um, something that they could get on top of, but they need to get friggin' on top of it. Because they just, they dropped all of our defenses just immediately at the snap of a finger the minute they took office. And they need to pin them back. This is the type of story that I wish I still lived in Maryland for because of my contacts that I had down there. I would love to be picking picking the brains of some of the people I knew down in this region or in that region. I, uh, this, story, I'm sorry. this story irks me on so many different levels. It's I think I think the part that actually irks me the most is the very last sentence in the story is that she will appear in federal court in Alexandria, Virginia, on Monday, where she will be charged with the crime of providing material support to a terrorist organization, which carries just a 20-year prison sentence. Is that the minimum? 
No, that's the max. Nope, that's the max. On a single count. Well, I can't say that that surprises me. I can't say that that surprises me. Other counts they can throw in there, too? Well, but I'm sure that... What's the account? What's the charge that they always throw in against hackers? Wire fraud. Get it with wire fraud. Yeah, Mm. yeah, that's it. Um, The... I think that I read this just the other day that Durham was doing it in a couple of his cases. Uh, charging first kind of earlier in than an investigation. Like there's a statute of limitations that's about to run out on something very specific that they have good evidence for. They want to make sure to charge it before that happens. And... Um, they've got more coming that they don't necessarily want them to know about yet. So, uh, you know, that's just a guess. Someone said, suggested that that was the case with, with Durham and it, it does make sense from what little bit I know. So. Yeah. And I have to admit court cases in the recent news have actually been majority, um, been on the right verdict. So maybe fingers crossed. Well, I, I mean, I don't want to be that guy, but I'm going to be that guy for a second. That's actually all of the federal court vacancies that were filled under the previous administration. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that has something to do with that, and which really great thing. Um, so, all his- anyway. Yeah, I, I, mean, I agree. I think that's... Uh, really tough charge but then again well, I mean I, th- I think that I think that's a light sentence when you consider what she did specifically but when you, also when you look at how the government has misused that charge in the past yeah I mean I don't know that I want to want it to be more than 20 years I we could do that with probably every single law in the books I bet yeah but no Anywho, that's enough drama. (laughs) (laughs) That's enough for the anti-chill part, right? Right. Well, yeah. I mean, that's kind of dramatic, but it's also important to talk about. So, I'm sure we have something else at least a little bit dramatic. What do we have? We're definitely not going to talk about the metaverse thing next, then. (laughs) Yeah, no, let's do it. Let's get it out of the way. All the drama in the first half. Okay. No to the metaverse. Not no to do the story, just no to the metaverse. No. This story, when I read it uh, to earlier today, my brain exploded in about 24 different ways. Yep. It, it is sexual harassment in the metaverse. A woman alleges rape in the virtual world. A woman in the UK wrote in December uh, on a blog that she was sexually harassed and raped in the virtual game Horizon Worlds developed by Meta, Meta, formerly known as Facebook. In the post, she details watching her avatar. And here's the part I get struggled. I, I struggled with, admittedly, for many reasons. In the post, she details watching her avatar get raped by a handful of male avatars who took photos and sent her comments like, "Don't pretend you don't. You didn't love it." I, yeah. <clears throat> okay. It's, no, I, I don't want to belittle anyone 
first of all, who, who, who has been raped or feels they have been raped or put in a situation they don't like. This is a virtual world. I honestly want to know the logistics of how it could happen with a handful of, of male avatars without you clicking out and shutting down. Is it impossible to do? Do you have to try to leave? Can they block your exit? I would love to know more about this in, in, in a really non-perverted way because I, my, my brain is struggling with the logistics. Okay, let me, help, let me help you then. So I, if it were, was happening to me, I would certainly think to pull my avatar out of the game, right? No pictures, no problem. I don't know who, like, this person was and why they didn't think that, but she left the game going and left her avatar in, and that's why they were able to take the pictures and send them to her, correct? Yes. Yeah. We're we're assuming. I mean, you know, it's not like... Because I don't think that... The way that when I was reading the article, it wasn't like there was an infinite number of avatars to pick, to choose from. So it's like they could have just used put that avatar on a meat puppet, or you know, on a puppet. Um, and uh, okay, well that yeah. that was I was going to say it, where they crossed the line in my mind, and I think probably <laughs> would in a judge's mind. But I don't, I doubt you'd ever get a prosecutor to do anything with this. Um, but I'm assuming that this is like a. Le- um, a litig- a civil litigation, but they crossed the line when they sent her the pictures of it and said, "Don't, don't you think you, or don't, t- don't try to tell us that you didn't like it or whatever." That's probably where they crossed the harassment line. But if they just 100%. did something to her just one time, sent her some messages and walked away and never bothered her again, they're gonna have her. Mm-hmm. She's gonna have her time with that probably. I don't know. I don't know. Everything is new. You know, and I, I really don't think our laws are ready to handle this. Oh, they're not. Our laws aren't ready to handle technology that happened 20 years ago. Like, right. it's like the, the one recurring thread in this show because everything is so random and spastic. But the one recurring thing is that the courts don't know shit about technology. You know, and it's not because they're dumb. It has absolutely nothing to do with the, with with them being dumb. I think the system actually wants to keep them less knowledgeable than they could be. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think back to the book and the movie, uh, Ready Player One. Once you, you start getting integrated, you know, vest and, and gloves and headsets and things like that, where you can start feeling things more on a little more um, personal level, I guess that would be the best way to put it. The technical term that Jeff is reaching for is haptic devices. Yeah. There we go. These companies, are, <laughs> these companies are going to have, go ahead. I don't know. Really? They are going to have so much fun with their lawyers figuring out how to make themselves immune from anything. These companies. Yeah, I mean, it, it, to me it's an interesting conundrum. I know it's a, it's a nasty subject talking about the rape aspect. But it's a nasty subject for me just on a non- you know what is what is going to be considered real? What is going to be considered not? Like if if I am playing a game such as Fortnite and you kill me, 
and I come back and you kill me again, are you guilty of killing me? That's going to be the defense's argument in this this case, probably, exactly, if it gets that far. And I think that, you know, I, I think that'll be the argument from the beginning. This is, this is not, you don't have standing because it wasn't real. Here's my question on this whole thing, because we've had this topic about Facebook and Oculus in the past. They are a company that will brick your $600 VR equipment for wrong think. I'm, when I was reading this, I'm like, oh, that's terrible. But then I also thought, who's going to risk their hardware on this? Right. Well, that's that's true, too. So Because, it's because again, with Meta, Facebook, whatever, is you don't get to go back and make another account. Right. You know, it's not like Facebook back in the day. So, and since your hardware is tied to your account forever, um, you don't just get to, like, sell, you know what, I fucked up, I lost my Facebook account here, buy my Oculus. You don't get to do, that is a brick. For eternity. So, um, I have quite... That, that's a really good point. That's a really yeah, good point. This, this is such an interesting thought experiment that I don't know a majority of people are ready to have. This is just... They're all just more reasons I'm not plugging into the friggin' Meta Matrix. No, mm-hmm. thank, no thank you. Yeah, I'll tell you, you know, if I'm going to get one, I'm going to get Valve. Not plugging into the matrix. Hail Graven. Well, besides, you know. Valve makes uh, superior shit. The ma- matrix it's expensive, is, but the matrix superior. will be the Brandon of the internet. If you buy it, you probably deserve what you got from it. Yeah. I'm reminded of that from Airplane, the movie, when you had the point counterpoint. They bought their tickets. They knew what they were getting into. I say let them crash. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. I'm a humanitarian, you know. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So. Yeah. Ordy, you have to pick one now. No, not really. After what? Just kidding. What's next, Jeff? Uh, I'm thinking um, we should probably touch on the WordPress one. Touch my robe. <laughs> yeah, so... What color is it? There's, right. a, there's <laughs> a vulnerability in a WordPress plugin that, you know, probably half the users out there use. I'm 50% maybe low-balling this one. Yeah, this... It, 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 yeah, it's in the... um. <laughs> yeah, it's in one of the uh, most popular Facebook editors. Um, yeah, it's in their essential add-ons, which is the most popular add-on. I could log in real yeah. quick and look at how many downloads they have, but I, I think it's over a million. I mean, yeah, Elementor is in everything. It, it's included in a lot of like theme packs you buy. It's included in... And I apologize, Lou, you can yell at me if you want. But, I mean, we use it for KLRN. Right. We do. So, Not anymore. But, you know, we're, we're, we're actually patching 
because yeah, we patch our shit. We patch our shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Plus, we've got pretty. As you've heard us talk about, from I mean, you know, I don't want to say this because that's like tempting. You can Yeah, you have to. You have to get to folders. Security too. To. Yeah, you have to get to folders that our security system won't let you get to to actually exploit this. So that's a really good point, actually, Jeff. Because if you do have it and you use a firewall and you block scripts. They probably, this is a PHP script, so they're probably not going to be able to run it. Am I wrong? Well, no, and that's funny. It's because a lot of times when we're working on the website, too, we're like, why isn't this? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I get yelled at all the time. I can't log in. Why is right. my mail password not? No, it's your IP address because I blocked you again. Yeah, if <laughs> the could actually read our Discord sometimes when we're working on the website. It... <laughs> yeah, that's always fun. So, at any rate. Um, yeah, a whole bunch of Gen X tards trying to figure out. Oh, yeah, that's right. I, I, what is it? Um, I know WordPress is what to up to about what five point nine, five point eight, something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, not this, if if you have a website, and I admit I have my my personal website is run on WordPress, and I use uh, Elementor. I went and checked today to make sure it was up to date and above the five point zero point four version. Um, if you have a website or you know someone that has a website that uses WordPress, have them check the the what which one they're using and and by all that is wholly updated. You should well, have I'm, a firewall on your yeah, you, WordPress site if you have a WordPress site. Anyway, there's quite a few good ones. We're not pushing one because it's a security product and I'm not telling you what security product to buy because if it fails, it's not going to be my fault. So Plus, um, we're not going to tell you what security product we use because then if there is an exploit for it, then yeah. 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 Which, oh, we uh, use Lou no, version okay. one. Once. So at any rate, and and I've actually run more than one on a site at one at a site at once and not and 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 people could actually still use it they could actually still look it on the site which i was kind of surprised but um yeah i mean i just thought you know like blacklist um confusion was gonna get in the way or something but it worked for a little bit i don't really suggest that either but you can put a firewall on your wordpress site and automatically block malicious IPs or anybody trying to get to, to run PHP scripts or anything like that. It's a little bit more trouble, but not nearly as much trouble um, as it is helpful. So, so much benefit to that. I highly recommend it. Anyway. Yeah. Well, I did, what I did like about this, and this you know goes with our patch or shit thing. Um, also, Repatch it because the first patch for this didn't work. The second patch for this didn't work. The third patch worked. Yeah, the first two patches were band aids, though. Yeah, that's true. Oh my God! Look at this giant hole. Slap a <laughs> seal on it. It's, it's open hole, close hole is what it was. Right. We're gonna open it and then we're gonna let it be open, but then we're gonna close it. And I mean, you know. Because my producer is still awake, I'm going to use a, a, a Sea of Thieves analogy. He has been attacked. He's been hit three times. So they patched the first big hole. Then they went to the second bit, biggest hole. Then they finally got everything on the third hole, and now they're floating again. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's a pretty good analogy, too. So he's smiling. 
pretty it good is, at that one, so I guess I scored now. some bad points. Right. There you go. It is fixed now, so make sure that if you're using Elementor, you're doing, uh, you've updated your plugins, but run a firewall, and vulnerabilities like this in the future will have an extra layer of protection and greater chances that you'll avoid problems from it. It's not a guarantee. There are no guarantees in security. No. No, there's not. Nope. So, all you can do is try. But, I mean, you know, people are really successful for long periods of time trying really hard. And that's something. (laughs) I'm not, yeah, I I mean, I'm not joking. I'm really being serious anyway. It sounded sarcastic, but it wasn't. (laughs) Well, I wasn't being sarcastic. I was serious. I was totally being serious. So we're still we're we're kind of we're, we're kind of giving Ordy like a pseudo night off. So I'm still not making him pick a story. No, um, I've actually got one that I want to talk about. It's one of my favorite um, apps um, that is universal, and it's one of the first things that I install on any computer I'm working on that will be mine. And that is Discord. And Discord is making some pretty big changes. Not the one that the f- is featured in the article. While that's pretty cool that it's going to allow people to start connecting their PlayStation Network accounts through Discord. The I'm going to very- go ahead. Um, I booted up my my uh, Linux laptop for the second part of the show, mm-hmm. and it said, "Do you want to connect your PlayStation Network?" It's it said it tonight. It's already in it on the Discord. Yes. Okay. Oh, sorry about that. Go on. No, 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 no. Uh, but you're buried in the lead. The more important thing, the thing that people have wanted on Discord for as long as I, since I started using it, and I was a really early adopter, um, until you could have multiple accounts, but the company, it, the software didn't make it easy to switch between them. Like if I wanted to have my Road Beer account and a Nordy Packard account, it's a pain in the ass. To the point you just don't do it. Now they are putting in a feature to easily switch between accounts. I see that in the story. Which I which I cheered. I, I cried a little. I, I may have even wet my pants. That is cool. <laughs> I wouldn't have two Discord accounts, but I have multiple workspaces in Slack. And that is really useful. So I can see why yeah. it would be really useful yeah. to someone who uses Discord a lot. Especially like, because we've been, you know, Jeff and I have been talking about making the producer in a box with these really cheap um, Weiss computers that he found. And um, if we can start to get Discord to play nice with Spreaker, then we would be able to integrate it, integrate it more into our, into the network and then I could keep my gaming and my podcasting lives separate. Because yeah. one, th- yeah, because one thing, um, and you'll see this a lot in like the uh, creator space um, or the maker space, that if you think having political wrong think is bad on social media, try having it as a YouTuber when you're just a gamer. You you, you have a gaming channel or you know. Uh, woodworking channel so i could keep those two yeah or D specifically yeah so um it will allow you to remain connected but be able to you know like in the good old days parse your personalities out and that is huge 
My multiple personalities appreciate that. Yes. Yeah. No, this this is actually a feature I really I really do like because you know, I even looking at something for like my executive producer between separating between family and gaming so that yes. this you never bound across would be awesome. Yes. You know, but when he's playing, you know, playing a game and I need to inter- interrupt him on Discord or something, it's not Know, none of his friends or none of his gamer buddies are seeing it. Right. Yeah. 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 This is an A-plus for me. Yeah. It's good all around. And, um, yeah. So, good job, Discord, finally doing the thing that everybody wanted. Yeah, I, I think it's really cool. I can see where it would come in handy. If I did it that much, I would do that for sure. Just to separate topics. It's good. So. Well, that and like you know, it's like because you know, the the Discord group we're all in for the website um, server for the web servers. I would love to have that on a different account. I mean, they don't ping often, but when they do, holy shit! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, and something else I want to talk, touch on real quick. I we we didn't really put it in the rundown, but over the weekend, if you paid attention to my Twitter account, I did the deed. I upgraded to Windows 11. And, um, it's everything you would expect. It, it, I haven't run into any crashes, any problems. I, I had one crash, and that was actually due to my AMD drivers uh, freaking out over some crypto mining I was doing. And it's not uncommon but I haven't had a total system lockup from it in a very long time. So that's the only criminal crash I had. But the one thing that I love and if you use them you'll love it too in the right click context menu you have open a windows terminal. And just like that you open the terminal into PowerShell and um, also SSH is enabled by default. So, hooray, Windows 11. Isn't it amazing you get rid of gates and all of a sudden you don't suck? Right. <laughs> I mean, again, these right. are things that, I mean, it, it, it was never a huge pain in the ass to get into PowerShell. You just look in, you know, search for it once and drag it to your desktop. But having it in a right, right-click context menu anywhere on your desktop, that's, uh, that's big. Yeah, and it used to be that way. It was that way for years. That terminal was right there in the sys tray or somewhere um, on the desktop. And then it was gone. And you're like, where is it? That's why I didn't like the... I guess it was... It wasn't 10. Was it 2007? They changed to that. Yeah. Crappy. Oh, going back to uh, something, JC. Uh, yeah, you can make different names for yourself in different Discord room. That's great. But what I mean is, like, with accounts. Like, when I'm on the air and I have to do Do Not Disturb because all my gamer friends are pinging me to come play a game, and it's going out over... You'll you'll hear the Discord chimes, like, three, four times before I hit a D&D on it. So, um, yeah, different accounts, not just different names. I, I actually have uh, Discord muted on my uh, voice meter just because, like, channels like Doomcox and others that I'm in Discord with. Right. 
fucking like every freaking two minutes. Well, I mean, there's been occasions where like you know you and Lou will be dropping stuff um, for Cyberchill while I'm on the while I'm on Fubar, so you know. So, yeah, we are bad at that, aren't we? Sometimes, not often, but sometimes you get chatty. So anyway, yes, that's that's what we were talking about. Different accounts. Okay. Um, so you're not the only one rambling tonight, Lou. I know. Well, I I love it, and I'm gonna ramble about something else because I want to talk to the chat, and I hope they're all. And then I'm gonna we're gonna get a break because I need okay. some caffeine. So I hope I make it through this. Um. So I'll have been thinking about doing some spaces i went in a space the other night and it was a lot of fun because there were some cool people in there talking about cool things and we do a lot of technology on tl and it is really difficult to explain technology on tl or even to talk about it discuss it because all of us like know something so i thought it would be fun if we did like night spaces would you guys want to do that well not tonight but in general i'm talking yeah. to chat i'm asking chat i'll make you guys, oh well make, i mean yeah I'll i was gonna say you can get me on discord anytime i don't know when <laughs> right so yeah you guys uh um you guys want to like if i did a space would y'all Come to my space and talk to me about nerd stuff. Think about it during the break. It's a simple yes or no question. I guess nobody wants to do my space. All right, so I'm going to need some feel better music. <laughs> hey, you got to realize there's a delay. They're, they're hearing you by the time you're getting sad about it. Right, right, right. Okay. I still need feel good music. So... See? Okay. One. You got one. Yay, I got one person in my... Two. Two. Which, by the way, that uh, conversation we had over the weekend with uh, Darth Calvin, who's, you know, between Pi and Adreno and um, getting them all working together, that was kind of fun. Okay, I feel better. They're going to they're gonna come to... Oh, I'm sorry, that's some welder. <laughs> Huh? The conversation we had with some welder. Oh, uh, okay. Weekend, who, who, was like, who was looking at pie and like, oh, no, 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 you need well, a green okay. for that, too, if you're going to, you know, so you're crossing I, streams. What you're saying is if I can talk Al into coming and we talked about pie, we could probably have a space. Is that what you're saying? Anyway, I just, I just hit something that I thought was like um, eastbound and down and it wasn't. So we're going to get a break. Right. <laughs> we'll be right back. I'm going to do a space anyway and just see if anybody shows up. We did this. That's the wrong song. She's a good girl. Loves her mama. Loves Jesus. In America too. She's a good girl, she's crazy about Elvis, loves horses, and her boyfriend too. And it's a long 
You are listening to KLRN Radio, where liberty and reason still reign. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans, America's largest mortgage lender. Spring will be here soon, so if buying a new home is on your to-do list, right now is the time to call Quicken Loans. Learn about which mortgage options make sense for you and get a jump on your competition. With our exclusive Rate Shield approval, the low rate you lock today is protected for up to 90 days while you shop for your new home. With a Rate Shield approval, if rates go up, your low rate stays locked. But if rates go down, you get that new, even lower rate. Either way, you win. Talk to us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com to take advantage. Here's another great reason to work with us. For a record nine years in a row, J.D. Power has ranked Quicken Loans highest in the nation in customer satisfaction for primary mortgage origination. Again, to lock in today's low mortgage interest rate and get the security of our exclusive rate shield approval, call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. For J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com. Rate shield approval only valid on certain 30-year fixed rate loans. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Hi, welcome to this Subway ad for the new Sesame Ginger Glaze Chicken Signature Wrap. How would you like it? I'll take a... Sports announcer at home? Yeah, how'd you... We just know. My wife picks up the new signature wrap. It's got double the rotisserie-style chicken mixed with a sesame ginger glaze. She appears annoyed at me, but she shrugs it off. Those sweet and savory flavors are calling her name. She lifts the wrap, and she takes the bite! Incredible! And now she's closing the door on my... Subway, make it what you want. Limited time only at participating restaurants. Double meat based on average six-inch sub. I'm little teapot, short and stout. Here is my handle, and here is my spout. No, Dad, like this. When I get all steamed up, then I shout, tip me over and pour me out. <laughs> this is WWE superstar Roman Reigns. It only takes a moment to make a moment. Take time to be a dad today. Visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. KLRN Radio has advertising rates available. We have rates to fit almost any budget. Contact us at advertising at klrnradio.com.
never that song never disappoints. Never. We are back. We're back. We're we're still back. And I assume that Jeff made it back with us. Uh, Mostly. Mostly. (laughs) So over the weekend, I got really into the Hillbilly Moon Explosion. So um, if you get a chance, check them out on YouTube or Spotify. They're really good. Oh my god, I thought you meant like some some like West Virginian sent a missile up to the moon or something. No, that's uh, Elon Musk with his booster. <laughs> the SpaceX. Yeah, the SpaceX booster tumbling towards the moon. Um, oh my god, it's going to hit the moon! Ah! Yeah, <sighs> yeah we've already impacted on the moon about a few hundred. Anyway, that's the perception. <laughs> uh, yeah, so anyway, check out Hillbilly Moon Explosion. They do a really good cover of Call Me Too. So... Anyway, that's what I have to say about that. We might have to have dueling battles with uh, Call Me covers. <laughs> All right, so... Um... That ska version of the Metro that I sent Lou a while back, though, that's still... King. That was that was good. I The Call Me was good. Yeah, the Call Me was good. Yeah, the Call Me was very good. So... Where are we at? We are at, um... Oh, they can use your graphics card to track you now. Yeah, so... I think this has been going on for some time. But... Uh... I don't think it's... I don't think it made it into the, um... Mainstream. Though, this is the first actual news. Like, I've just heard, like, rumors... Yeah, well, I mean, it's, you know, before the EU's GDPR, California CCPA, um, it wasn't really needed, you know, because I mean, your browser would do a wonderful job of fingerprinting you for you, yeah. <laughs> as, as did the search engines. Mm-hmm. But now that you get to cop, now you get to opt out with all the cookies, and, um, you know, you've got the Europe and California enforcing that with if legal repercussions um they have had to find other ways to fingerprint your online activity and i by they obviously the government too but mostly advertisers because that's what makes the internet go around so and a lot of people said i agreed with them i certainly wasn't one of the first people to say it so i'm not going to claim it it's my own but I thought they were probably right when they said that the cookie law, right, the California cookie law was just something for people to find a way around. The privacy laws with the sharing of information, housing of information, deleting of personal information, stuff like that are good. But that the cookie stuff was just, that's a technology. You can't target the technology with privacy. You have to target the information, the PII. I don't think that they anticipated that getting attached as a writer. You know, it's like, oh, what? they're going to make us turn off cookies? Uh, the horror. Um, <laughs> oh, shit, you mean we got to delete data when they ask, too? Well, that fucking sucks. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. If you heard Al a while back on Hardcore Patriot, which, by the way, Al, I love the new format on your show. Um, but if you heard Al on Hardcore Patriot a long time back, he was talking about how even Tim Hortons was tracking you on their app. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and the has... worst part is, is um, the cookies were the easy path, and this new method may actually be more nefarious than what it can track. There was a well, time when there were people in marketing that resisted some of some of this type of tracking, um, but at this point, it's a product in and of itself, um, and a really valuable one. There's like nothing we can do, nothing we can do about that. They're going to have to pass a law about the collecting specifically. It's going to have to be yeah. about the collect. Collecting and storage of information, or it's not, nothing will change voluntarily. Yeah, and you know, one thing, it, until recently, it wasn't really a very good way of fingerprinting users because so many people had similar GPUs with, you know, in their system, you know, similar, you know, all, all gamers. I mean, there was the meta build for gamers where you had yeah. your, you know, your GTX video card, your Intel i5 processor using, you know, G skill RAM on an Asus motherboard. And, you know, that was the meta. Now, with it, now that AMD's in the mix too, they've had to find other ways to do it. It's actually made it easier for them because now they get to do the trinity of browser, GPU, and, um, MAC address. Yep. So, because any one of those things wasn't good enough, but now you get the Trinity together with it, and plus, you know, elements uh, like WebGL. To, to um, translate to a language I talk about on my show, they've, they've narrowed down a satellite field from seeing what is within 30 feet down to within 15 feet now. Yeah, the rating license place, which is your yeah. computer, which is what they wanted. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. It's actually, in a, in, in a odd sort of way, Forced them into a better, better method of tracking you. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> but yeah, and it's it, it's not just on computers too; it's also on phones. Yes, anything that yeah, it's anything that's using a graphics processor. Yeah, and, and we think, knew they would find a way. Yeah, and you think how many people watch you know shows, movies on their phones or tablets? So the graphic cards are powerful enough. And different enough now that it's easier to do. I, I, I got a penguin cam taking me on a chaotic sardine hunt right now. <laughs> if you remember the um, story that we did about the Asus supply chain attack and how right. how it was probably. Um, a pr- probably a previous leak of MAC addresses was used in that attack to target specific victims. If you remember that. I do. Yeah, so if you take that in to consideration with graphics cards and trackability and everything else and trackability and who has that information all of that information connected to your PII this shit needs to stop and that's all the mm-hmm. drama I'm going to add this half of the show maybe this story at least 
It pisses me off. I'm sorry. It really makes me... It really annoys the hell out of me. Well, can I, I ask a question? The... Do you believe there should be a MAC address standard? So where no two MAC addresses are, are the same? No. No. Actually, I... Okay. I, I want yeah, the opposite of that. I don't, exactly. Okay. I don't think any of these should ever be unique for any reason. Because it okay. gives... Whoever I, I agree. I'm, it against, I'm just curious. I was just curious. But, it does, and there, but that's legal, and it's a, that's a defense position that's not... Um, it's it's not really that beneficial when it comes to tracking because they'll assign it to you. I mean, that's really even worse, mm-hmm. right? They'll assign it to you if they want to, whether it's really yours or not. The um, so I don't really think that's. I don't think it. I don't think it helps. I would I would put it that way. I don't right. think it helps tracking. I think it helps people from a, a legal defense, and that's probably about it. There was a very narrow window of time in tech life, even you know, narrow for tech life, where uh, unique MAC addresses were helpful as a security feature. Mm-hmm. But now that tech has become disposable, you know, as I often say, you know, um, my main job in tech is now the equivalent of a TV repairman. Yeah. You don't see them anymore, so I've yep. had to diversify and adjust. Um, but it's a uh, yeah, it, given the disposability of it, one, I mean, yeah, there's an infinite number of there amount of numbers you could use for MAC address, so that's not a very good analogy. But two, uh, it's not it's, it's not a good security okay. feature anymore. Also, anything anything trackable or identifiable is probably also spoofable, like a sp- yep. like a MAC address is infinitely spoofable. So, email address and IP address all spoofable. So. Um, you know, I people can really kind of assign anything to you that they want to assign to you. Yeah. Um, for better or worse. And, and what do we say to spoofy items? <laughs> Not today, Fed. Not today. <laughs> exactly. Um, well, if. Let's actually go into another thing that uh, Jeff, myself, and Fu were on. Um, I think it was the number one movie the year you were born. Oh. <laughs> and I said, "What do we what do we say to the god of fishing? Not today, Fed. Not the god of fishing. That's right. Yeah. It, it. <laughs> Social engineering. No, I no, I think that's that was actually perfect, beyond perfect. The god of fishing is the government. So, um, yeah. Speaking of which, what the FBI did something. What did the FBI do, Jeff? If it loads, I will let you know. But I, from the headline, the FBI considered buying NSO Phantom spyware so that they can hack U.S. phones. And now I wait for my Linux laptop to boot uh, the, the web page. Yeah, if you're not <laughs> familiar with uh, NSO, that was the company that came up with they're the Israeli company that came up with Pegasus. Now, one of the I won't say flaw, but maybe feature built into um, Pegasus originally was that. It didn't work on U.S. numbers. The how? Did they explain how? Because I don't, I don't buy that. Actually, I don't buy it either. But that's according to the New York Times article, yeah. magazine article. I don't. I I would believe that they built something into it so that it didn't work on U.S. phones for anybody but the U.S. government. 
That sure. I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so here's Pegasus that doesn't work on U.S. phones, but for an upsell, you know, we'll yeah. give you Phantom, which does. Exactly. And the FBI, but the FBI only considered buying it. However, they approved its use for fill in the blank. This is my favorite sentence of all time. Israeli's notorious cyber weapons distributor. Talking about NSO Group. (laughs) (laughs) Right. You know, it's always the guy that gets caught that gets trashed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the guys that don't get caught are still doing it. Yeah, my probably my second favorite besides what already mentioned was they didn't stop to ask themselves if they should do it. It was <laughs> during that period FBI and Justice Department lawyers continually sought to clarify whether deploying the product would violate the domestic wiretapping law. So they knew knew it was in question, but they wanted to clarify it anyway. Well, okay, so they asked because they wanted it. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so that that's when... Uh, Someone is using it. It's being used. Yeah. Somewhere in this country by someone. Someone, It's yep. being used, without a doubt. And guaranteed, that story, not guaranteed, but I would probably guess that... In the next week or two, month or two, there will be a story about this exact malware. You know, this reminds me of that scene in Sneakers when they're talking to the mafia guys who are impersonating the NSA. Oh, I get it. You, you, you're the guys over here breathing on the other of my phone. No, that's the FBI. We're the NSA. We're the good guys. Right. <laughs> We're the good guys. Um, no, they're the guys with nudes. Yeah. I, I, and, uh, I have to admit, I gotta give Facebook slash Meta a little bit of credit here. Because it was Meta's lawyers that apparently sought to use this as proof that NSO's long-standing claim that Pegasus is incapable of targeting U.S. phone numbers is blatantly false. <laughs> Well, Pegasus was incapable of doing it. Pegasus 2.0, Phantom, <laughs> was able to do it. You know, just because you throw a unicorn or- horn on a Pegasus doesn't change it from being a Pegasus, I'm just saying. I'm not um, trying to You know what, you do a D&D show, you know that's not true. I'm not trying to buzzkill <laughs> on the Meta lawyers or anything, yeah. but guaranteed there's some CYA in that somewhere. Right? Like, they're proving that to cover their ass. Yeah. Somewhere. 100%. 100%. So, 100%. Yeah. So. But, and I have to comment on this one paragraph. And only because it's not real. On Friday morning, news broke that, the, that an NSO scandal is now brewing in Finland, where the nation's Ministry of Foreign Affairs has reported that phones of multiple Finnish diplomats are believed to have been infected with Pegasus. First off, I'd like to say I do not have access to the Prime Minister's, you know, phone number. Yeah. Now, if she would like to, you know, talk, I'm available. 
He's always here. But, but why are they attacking Finland? <laughs> yeah. Because Finland <laughs> isn't real. It's oh, Western Russia. You, it's Eastern Norway. Yeah. Or is it Sweden? In one of the two. One of those Nordics. <laughs> Was that both of them? Norwegia. Okay. Norwegia. Yeah, there we go. Okay. So the one... Zora on Matvaha. Yeah. That's all i got to say. Okay. okay. Finland is great. Finland is great. Prime Minister, call me. <laughs> so, Lou, you wanted to talk about this one. Um... Safari flaws expose webcams and other. No, that's just you don't want to talk about it. That's just you putting like putting the work <laughs> of doing. That's just me injecting my me. Apple hate into the headline. <laughs> that reads exactly the way I said it. Is that, is that what I <laughs> okay? Yeah. So Safari has a flaw. Is that what you... Steve Cook has no flaws. No, <laughs> Safari flaws expose webcams, online accounts, and more. Apple awarded a $100,000 bug bounty to a researcher who discovered the latest major vulnerability in the browser. That's a pretty decent-sized bounty. That's you know, that is a good, Yeah, bounty. that's that's pretty big up there. I mean, Apple's throwing cash at people to, uh, well, it's, you know. It's a way to it's a way to get the community, because, you know, if you have a job... In security, you're part of a community. It's not an industry, whatever. But um, I, I just think that's dangerous. That's why they have so much Twitter drama. But at any rate, <laughs> the, I mean, really. But but at any rate, I'm not criticizing. They can do what they want to. Um, the they that's a way to get their love because so many companies just like really diss the bounty hunters with just like sub. Insulting bounties, right? Well, here's your fifty dollars for you know finding this major security flaw in our software used by well, millions right. of this people RCE, around the world. RCE bug in, in our software, yeah. so thanks. But I mean, you know, because so some stuff is really major and it's really yeah. Have a Starbucks gift card. Yeah, you know, you can get charge it. <laughs> they do important work and they don't get a lot of recognition, and I totally get their point. And Apple showing them love, I think, is a good thing. Um, both to keep the good talent in the business, because it's an important yes. part of the industry. It's a really important part of the industry. So, I think it, it keeps the talent there. It's some of the best talent is freelance, bug bounty talent, mm-hmm. people that do it for bounty. And they need to keep those guys working. So, I think this is yeah. fantastic from that perspective. I don't care... That Safari had a bug <laughs> because they everything the guy has that a found bug. It a, a hundred grand. I mean, that's fantastic. That's like a year. I, I, I agree. It's looking at these bounty hunters. I know a lot of people will look at bounty hunters necessarily. You know, either as a joke, like say Dog the Bounty Hunter, or maybe in the, <laughs> yeah. in the Star Wars universe. But the 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 individuals who do this to get those rewards, they don't know necessarily the system from the inside. Right. A lot of the inside individuals are biased and are blind to the flaws that they've built. So individuals like this who, who receive the bounty, I, I, I have to admit I love it because they they do find it. Because if they don't find it and report it, someone else is going to find it and take advantage of it. And okay. as a server admin, 
<laughs> you appreciate it. Uh, yeah. I'm not saying I, you know, I would meet them behind the circle, okay? But I might at least buy them a coffee inside, you know? It, uh. Yeah, my... What I'd really like to see happen, and, I, you know, I don't talk about it, because there's a point where, I mean, if you don't have any power to do anything about something, you're just complaining about it. I can't make anybody do the right thing, but, I, I mean, I think it would be great if there were programs to pay bounties for people who who find bugs in open, soft, open source software. <laughs> Most people do it just for free, because... They're great people and would forgo it anyway. Um, it's just, you know, it's just what they do. They don't need the money or whatever. And then that could be, you know, like recycled into people who did need it could work yeah. on those projects as well. I think that would be great. I'd love to see stuff like that happen. And I, you know, when you think about the other things that they've done, it probably will because there's a lot of talk about. Some so many of the programs being substandard. A lot of companies, you know, are putting money into other things and can't put money mm-hmm. into that and don't have the money to pay. But then some do and they don't pay it. So I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I think they're an important part of the industry, and I think the industry should do everything that they can to keep them around. That's just me. It, it, it's it's an underappreciated part of the IT environment. Yep, definitely. I definitely agree with that. Did we? Have- I mean, think of how much of a nerd you have to be to look for security flaws in like some of the most banal and you know, uninteresting software. You know, it's not like you're trying to, you know, hack your way into Red Dead Red Dead Redemption Two or something like that. It's, it's oh boy. You, you okay, look at this. Look at this flaw I found in Outlook Express from 2014. You, you mean I shouldn't try to contact Joshua? No. Yeah. Anything that you that you enjoy enough, though, you get enough of an adrenaline rush out of it. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like playing a game. It's like playing a video game. So. I mean, it is. I mean, even if something... Okay, I, I'm sorry. I'm going to talk about myself a second. I mean, even if something is figuring out that the schedule that we use for KLRN lets me do upcoming shows and I can add it to the chat page... Something as simple as that makes makes you feel good. Can you imagine finding a bug in the software? Yeah. Technology is constant problem solving, so you get adrenaline rushes out of a lot of it. You know, low level, but they're still mid level, maybe sometimes, but they're still there. So there's a. There's a certain amount of enjoyment that you get out of a job that you do that you get adrenaline from. You can't help it. It's physical. It's science. Mm-hmm. Or at least I think it is. I'll have to ask Anthony if that's a, if that's science. If that, it's not. actually science or not. That's, if that's your real name. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, it's just it's it's gonna get you excited about it. I don't, like, the closest I ever came to bug hunting was malware reverse engineering class. And while it's fun, it's also very difficult. And I think you have to be very smart to do it. So they need to keep those guys happy. Uh, Agreed. I 
God, I, sorry, gotta talk about myself again. I used to, um, I was the beta testing for a D&D mapping software, and finding the bugs in that before it went live was freaking awesome. Yeah. I was going to say, I think of all of the games that I beta tested and alpha tested for free, or, you know, like you know, early access before early access was a thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like Ultima Online and shit like that. It's like, god damn, I devoted hundreds of hours to finding bugs for them, and all I got was nothing. Yeah, they yeah. they put me on all the testing teams because I'm just a bug magnet, and we never figured out why I find them, but I do. Wait, wait, Ordy, did she just call us bugs? Yes. Yeah, bug magnet. Apparently. <laughs> I don't know. Anywho. I think anywho. Was, anywho, was that the last story uh well there was samba but that's kind of yeah that's deep for this late at night yeah well i did get some caffeine well good for you (laughs) it'll be kicking in right about the time i'm snoring (laughs) but i haven't craving orange juice (laughs) yeah yeah, I'll, I'll get like two hours of sleep before the neighbor's baby wakes me up at one thirty in the morning because he's a fucking hollower. <laughs> okay, then, other than bed, where will you be this week? Uh, Jeff. Jeff. Stoner. I can't call you anything but stoner tonight for some reason. Nowhere. You're not? I am. I am not doing anything Saturday. Uh, I'm pushing in the crease back uh, two more weeks. So, I am absolutely nowhere unless someone wants to invite me on their show, which I would be highly happy to do, since it is my birthday week. I was going to say, isn't it your birth week? Of course you're not. Yes. Okay, so Jeff has the week off for his birthday, but he's on Twitter. You can find him there. Yeah, somewhere. Start a Brewing Co. or something like that. Or somewhere. You know what? We'll see if we can get you in on Jux on Friday night. That would work. I could do yeah. that. That'd be fine. Yeah. Maybe we're... But the topic doesn't matter. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> or tell us where you're going to be. Tell us where you're going to be this week. Yes, present. Oh, um, you can find me on. Let's see, we're done with tonight, so you can find me on Wednesday on Robinson and Hardy with Rick, and find me on Friday on Juxtaposition with Rick and maybe Jeff. And you can find me on Twitter as that Amish one. You can find me on Minds Me We and Getter as Ordy Packard, and uh, you can find me asleep in about thirty minutes. <laughs> Excellent. And you can find Where can me people find you this week, Lou? Here. Um, yeah. We're producing for Aggie and Brad. Be sure to tune in for them tomorrow at 8.30. And Twitter, Cyber Wonton. That's it. Um, but we'll be doing some... We'll probably do a space this week, maybe, on Saturday. So we're talking about... Oh, my birthday. Mm-hmm, sure. I see how it is. Oh, well, we're we're doing a space for Jeff's birthday on Saturday <laughs> night, so I don't know what time it'll be. It'll depend on the guys, but we're doing a birthday space for Jeff on Saturday. <laughs> so thanks for tuning in. We love you more than you'll ever know, and I'm not kidding. It sounded sarcastic again, but it wasn't. I don't know what's wrong with me tonight. I really do love y'all, and listen to some music. We'll see you next week. Hydra. I have a Yoda. Wontons are just fried dumplings. <laughs> One, two, three, four.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.